Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Morning Update. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday. Thank God it's Friday the 25th of June and finishing the week in some style. We have, this is general advice only, so please make sure you do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this presentation and if you need to remember, general advice only. All right, well, certainly finishing the week in style for our market and overseas markets as well, with new all-time highs seen in the US and in Europe as well. So all things looking pretty optimistic for today's session in our market. Of course, we do wait for Auntie Glad's uh, update later today, but uh, the market does seem to be ignoring that, although there has been a little bit of weakness in some pockets of travel stocks. But apart from that, it has been pretty Good. Uh, For the numbers on the doors, scores on the doors, we saw the Dow up 323 points or nearly 1%, 34,197, crashing through the 34,000 level again. NASDAQ up 0.69%, 98 points, 14,370. And just for a change, just to shake things up a little bit, the S&P 500 lagged only up 0.58 of a percent. So no middle for diddle for that one today. Up only 25 points to 4266. As you would expect with a rampaging US market, the VIX index fell 2.14%, back below 16 for that. Our SPY futures showing a rise of 51 points today. So hopefully we'll be making up some of the losses we have seen this week but it will hinge on the banks, although the U.S. banks have uh, performed quite well after hours following the Federal Reserve stress test on the U.S. banking system. So some positive news for the U.S. banks will probably no doubt uh, help our banking sector today, and miners should do well as well. We have in the commodity side of things, Brent crude up half a percent, 37 cents to 75.56. WTI are not quite as good, 0.3 of a percent to the good, up 22 cents to 73.30. Gold coming off slightly, as you would probably expect, given a bit of a risk on scenario, down 0.38%, $6.70 to 17.76. Isn't that the name of a town? Uh, iron ore as well, uh, slightly off last night, down 0.78% or $1.70 to $214.90. Still $214.90 in US dollar terms, not to be sneezed at. Aussie dollar, 75.83. In other commodities, we saw copper ease slightly down 0.6. Nickel, though, had a good night, up 2%. Aluminium up 0.25. Zinc up 0.7. Lead up 1.16 and tin up 0.74% there. So commodity stocks should do quite well today. And they have been the backbone of the market this week. Here you have the S&P 500. You can see, though, that uh, despite the fact that it's quite bullish, and uh, we did see that leap on the open, it then spent most of the day milling around and not really doing too much. To be honest, it is the summer lull in the US. Good news will turbocharge the market to some extent, and certainly that seems to be what it's doing at the moment. Major stories last night. The big kicker for the market was the Biden announced a bipartisan Senate group had agreed on an infrastructure package, which includes $579 billion in new spending on hard infrastructure, such as roads and bridges, 
as well as water infrastructure and broadband. And that deal comes with no new taxes attached. Uh, The Democrats expected to continue pursuing other priorities in a second bill. That's more the soft infrastructure, more social services. Yellen says the US could run out of room to keep paying government bills in August. There is a debt ceiling uh, happening in September and Yellen wants to get in front of the curb. And the market's confused over the Fed's commitment to flexible average inflation targets. Bank of England to balance rising output and inflation pressures in policy update. A French business confidence at its highest level since mid-2007 on service sector expansion probably to do with their performance at Euro 2020. And retail investors bought a record $2 billion of stocks last Friday, taking advantage of the market pullback. And US crude inventories could fall to historically low levels by the end of September as production fails to keep up with demand. This is uh, harking back to some of the comments I wrote yesterday in my article regarding investment in the US shale business uh, due to its uh, perception of um, ESG issues and environmental issues and obviously a new government in power in the US uh, holding back some of that investment in shale in the, the US. As far as our market goes today, what's on? Not a huge amount, but it is Friday. We've got the New Zealand trade balance for May, so scraping the bottom of the barrel with economic news there. We've got Chinese industrial profits for May and final current count for the first quarter. We saw Rio up 1.6, uh, 1.3 and BHP up 1.6% in US ADRs. Other uh, big tech stocks doing well last night in the US. Tesla up 3.5% as they said that uh, existing Tesla shareholders may have uh, priority in an IPO of their space business. Netflix up 1%, Facebook up 08 and Amazon though falling 1.6% last night. Samarco, which is a joint venture between Vale and BHP, as we all know, suffered that tragic dam collapse some years ago, looking to raise around $2 billion to get the company back on a solid footing and help with the payouts and the bankruptcy potential. All of 23 of America's biggest banks are healthy enough to withstand a sudden economic catastrophe, the Reserve Bank said in the U.S. that it's released its results from the latest stress test. And the Atlanta Fed GDP model, which has a now cast, which is like a, um, not a forecast, but which is what's happening now. They're talking real GDP growth in the quarter two, second quarter of 2021, is around 9.7%. So that's pretty impressive. So that's not a forecast, that's a now cast. China has countered an attack in the WTO and it's accusing Australia of putting tariffs on its railway wheels and some other minor products. This is after Australia is taking China to court over wine, barley, etc. In Tabcorp news, which is starting to get towards the pointy end of the news, Entain could raise its offer for Tabcorp's wagering business. Share price has risen very hard in London. There certainly is an appetite for gaming and gambling businesses at the moment. Bluebet, run by my old mate Michael Sullivan, is uh, up, well, was it 11 times oversubscribed in their IPO. So pretty strong demand for wagering and gaming businesses. That should feed through, continue to feed through for PointsBet and BET in terms of our stocks here that we have an interest in. Strong demand for the PEXA float as well, that IPO for retail investors. They've lifted 
the uh, amount allocated to retail investors from $216 million to $250 million worth of stock. Service Stream and Simic, they're in the final race to buy Lendlease's service business. And there's plenty of IPO action at the moment. Life Insurer and Noble Oak is looking at an IPO. Uh, they will be pricing it at 18.8 times profit. $30 million of the IPO proceeds will go to the company to help it expand, and $20 million will go to existing shareholders. Question of the day today, prompted by my office partner here in Sunny Avalon. Uh, he was asking this morning if there was any uranium stocks he should look at. So uranium, this is something that crops up from time to time, and certainly Paladin's been on a bit of a tear. Is there a place for this sector in your portfolio. Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights over there as usual. It's a great group. Members helping members is the motto of the group, and we certainly try and curate a safe and valuable space for you to share those ideas and comment on other people's ideas. We're going to run another Ask the Analyst session next Friday at 5 p.m., so watch out for details for that. But we're running that next Friday at 5 p.m. as usual. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day and have a great weekend.